Uh, this is part two of our conversation with the Hegster and Dane Simpson right now, where they uh, divulge a little bit more of their secret squirrel pursuits on how to make it in the real world. I currently work half the week in retail when I'm not here and every time I get a difficult person, you know, they're your best customer ever and they haven't bought a toaster in 20 years, that sort of shit. When they say to me that they're hassling me on price, I just think to myself, 10 minutes. Yeah. You're either going to keel over in the car park or get hit by someone. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm right with you. Yeah. There's an age where they're just going off the cliff anyway. Really? You guys yeah, are you want lazy. The, you want the satisfaction of you being the last thing they see, though. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to turn up at old people's homes and read to them and stuff. I think them knowing that I'm alive eats them up. Yeah, okay. Like, I think I think there's something something about... You need to remind them, though. They just, forget stuff. Well, that's yeah. true. You've got to what? send them cards with your face on. <laughs> <laughs> what What... Do you think it's just you that they don't like or is there little things that you do to sort of poke the bear a little bit, Dane? Oh, Let, let's just be honest here. It's, it's no secret that uh, <laughs> old white boomers aren't a fan of the Aboriginality in me and that's I'm fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's more than, more than, more than I'm, I'm cool with that. You're okay. cool with that? Yeah, why not? I, don't come to my shows. They do come to my shows. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that surprise you? I, I, you know what surprises me more is that they watch my uh, YouTube videos and then comment. Why? Like, yeah. click Isaac Butterfield and, and be done with it. Like, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Why? You're the one who's clicked on me. You've seen a brown man in the fucking thumbnail. Like, yeah. And then gone, oh, I don't like him. But they yeah. want you to prove them wrong. But, <laughs> yeah. They click on and go, this, might be, the, this might be the one. This will be, nah, he's got a didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it's it's fine. The, the, click on Luke Haggie. Like, <laughs> get, get what you've come for, mate. It's, it's fine. They don't come for me, man. I, well, the, the thing is, is that they'll, they'll swear at me on, in the comments. They'll watch you. Yep, cool. And just move on. Like, they, they, they won't say, well done. So, yeah, like, it, the no. way you said that was, are like you getting some fake, like, well done sort of thing? Or was no. it just straight bullshit? Yeah, straight bullshit. Um, 100%. They just, they, they go through my YouTube videos. Uh, the comments are ridiculous. I, one of the really fun things, though, is that uh, I was doing a show, Ann Edmonds was on the show, uh, who I love, and uh, Ed Cavalier. I said something ridiculous. I was, uh, have you been paying attention? They asked me about... The Survivor uh, was a question, where's Survivor being filmed? <laughs> I didn't know, and I just riffed it probably in an American high school. And, like, silly, right. dumb gag. Yeah. And Anne said, enjoy those tweets, fuckhead. And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And then Ed Cavsley, Ed's like, don't read them, mate. Like, just, just don't. And then Anne's like, no, nah, no, nah, read them go through and you read every fucking comment about you ever. Yeah. And in a year's time, water off a duck's back, mate. Like, it. And she's like, I read them all. I read everything about it. And I, I love that. I reckon that's such a good advice to anybody realistically that's getting into, well, particularly comedy, but any entertainment, 
go through, read all your comments, good, bad, whatever it is, and then after a while, it doesn't doesn't worry me. Like it doesn't affect you at all. Yeah. I sell complaints for a dollar on my website. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Luke's only fans. Yeah. Just complaints. That's great. Yeah, it's it's got a special form. Like it's a multi-choice form. It's yeah. like you know questions like I like a laugh as much as a the next guy, and then that's the only answer. And then there's you know <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff. The things that upset me the most. Sounds were, like you might have priced yourself a bit low things. there. No, 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 no that's only fine. A dollar. Oh, yeah, I mean I haven't had. It's mostly friendly fire to be honest. It's more to discourage people from. Getting complaints for free, not having that. I just they contact me. I just refer them over to the website. Say, so, sorry, there's a there's a forum for this, yes. and it's it's going to cost a chain you. Chain of command that you need to yeah. go yeah. through. So I wanted to ask while Elle's here as well, and Dane, just with the shows that are that are happening, the obviously you're trying to bring Aubrey and Wagga together. Yep, and there is some level of competitiveness for whatever reason between the two towns. I don't know if that's just because we're similar size and we're yeah. as close to each other as to other cities. You had a Christmas party the other day, obviously, and some of the people from here went up. Yeah, loved it. So that's some that's an effort by you guys to put a, some work into bringing at least the comedy community together between the two towns. Yep. Is that something that you actually realised was – is it more difficult or less difficult for either of you to actually get the two cities to – you know, you're probably finding that obviously with the way people accept the promotions or get interested in the shows, is it more different than you're expecting? Yeah. Is it a bit, it's, is Aubrey a bit further behind maybe on the live comedy thing than maybe Wagga is because you've done so much work up there or? That's, you've nailed it. That's, that's exactly it. We've, we've put in the work in Wagga, plus I live there. But I think Wagga comedy has grown while my career's grown. So I've started, we started the Riverina Comedy Club with nothing in Wagga. No, unless you were Carl Barron or Akmal, you wouldn't really come to Wagga. You'd go to the Civic Theatre, do your show and then sort of leave. I think the first actual comedy that I got to see like outside of those guys was the Roadshow came to Wagga, the Melbourne International Comedy Fest, uh, did a roadshow there. Geraldine Hickey was on it, by the way, um, which was really fun. Um and she's from Albury as well. But, yeah, it's rare. It was rare to do any show. And we had to start from scratch. And we're trying to have these comedians come to Wagga who are headlining. They're from Melbourne, from Sydney, Canberra. But people don't know their names because they're not on the telly. But it's fine. Like, the show's going to be – and they just – it took us maybe a year or two. I think we still are growing, but it's taken us – five years to to make this show actually work in Wagga, where I live. Uh, and so then, by work, sorry, Dane, do you mean that people trust that regardless what lineup it is, that it's going to be strong? Yeah, is yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, and also, like, we didn't have amateur comedians. We only had people, or well, we didn't even have, like, people who wanted to give it a go. It's it, That's crazy. Like, in a town where there's no open mics, no, like, comedy unless that you're these big superstars. Well, I think that's a – like it's, it's, it happens in the city too, and Melbourne's more guilty of this than Sydney, but like if you sell a comedy night for long enough and it's good every time, people come to the comedy, they don't give a shit who's on. Yeah. But uh, until television's dead, hopefully not too long, that's going to – it's not going to be like that the, everywhere. The only difference is is that Wagga didn't even know what a comedy night was. Yeah, right. There was not even, not even like this inkling. So it's not even in the range of options of – yeah. Things that you might go out and do. 
And we're finding that with Albury. So we're finding that we're almost starting from scratch with Albury when we moved down here. Uh, well, like we didn't move, we just expanded. So we're still running our show on Wagga and then we've expanded to Albury. We're hoping for it to catch on a lot more quicker than what it is. I think I think it's the right time because I, I've been doing a lot of regional touring yep. and, like, the, the, you know, your mates, the old ones, they, they just want Carl Barron or no one or Rodney Root or no one. They don't give a shit. But, like, a lot of the youth have Netflix and everyone under 50 has Netflix and they know what comedy is far more now than they used to. Absolutely. And they're up for it and they're more open-minded about it. Yeah. Great. And I, I think you, you you make people trust you, and then and then they'll they'll happily come along. Uh, I, I want this Aubrey one to really kick off, and then once we've really solidified Aubrey, we can move to a third venue, maybe closer, heading towards Sydney. So either uh, maybe Tumut tomorrow, those types of places, which we have been to before, and people do come along to the strikes, or even Griffith heading inland. Yeah. I don't know, Mel might have a different... You used to work at the term, I'm not sure whether they had any... Comedy com- nights. Comedy back then. But I used to be one of the managers of Sodans during when we had all the bands. The Triple J bands were really big at that point and we didn't have any. Yep. We, we really didn't have any comedians either. So we, it has been a case of the big venues, the commercial club and the Civic Centre and the Cube in Wodonga having one-off headliners that maybe have, I guess, their own audience. Yep but maybe they're not as ingratiated into that. Maybe there's a layer of excellent comedians, a level down, that aren't household names to the same level. Yeah, and, and comedy's grown too. It's changed. It's, yeah. there's, it's weird. You've, you've, you've got your Peter Hellier from Hey Hey It's Saturday and then now you've got Annie Donna who are like doing completely different stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yep. it, it's, it is hard to build nights around here and I'm not sure why that is. Yeah, yeah, we're finding it difficult. We're we're hoping that I don't know. How do you promote? You have to have world? a venue one hundred percent on board, which I think you guys are moving to that point of the you guys in the venue are really seem to be pointing in the right direction as far as getting people there. Let's call That's them out. Idea. It's beer deluxe. Yeah, beer deluxe. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no. Call them out. Call them <laughs> well, out. Just Let's done the wrong name thing. and shame. You guys are <laughs> supporting <laughs> comedy. You bloody idiots. Yeah. Uh, so that I mean, that's the main thing. I, I don't think for whatever reason in Albury. People just at Mel and I have talked about this before. Yep. Getting people to come over the river, ah, even right. without border restrictions and issues that will hold you up, that's a battle. I think it is just about chipping away at people and winning them, you yep. know, a group of people at a time when you have more people of Luke's quality that are turning up to do shows here. And yep. the night's going to be excellent, but it's going to finish really, really strong. With, uh, I was looking at the poster for Bart earlier in the year. Yep. Like he really blew me away how funny he was just moment to moment. Yep. And I think he really nailed it, particularly that one in Albury. Out of the two that I saw, I think he crushed that. Yeah, he's he's such a good, such yeah. a good performer. Like yeah. Bart Freeman. I did a gig with Bart last night, and um, yeah, he went great. He called someone a fuckhead in the <laughs> yes. crowd, and still went way better than me. Like just, <laughs> he was great. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, but I think if you keep bringing quality and you're winning over, you know, half a dozen people here, and it, it's just, I'm assuming that's how you had to do it in Wagga. It yep. wasn't. There's uh, strategy, right? Yeah, right. well, I, I, the strategy is do a good job and then people come back. Yeah. Uh, but, and Tell that's really mates. And I, we always use that use that thing where it's like go if you like this person, go on their social media, give them a like, follow what they're doing. Uh, Luke does multiple podcasts and stuff. It costs nothing for these people like in the audience to go on and, and like these people's pages and their podcast pages and, and all that and, and listen to podcasts, it's free. 
Yeah. But it means the world to to the performance. Like that's it's so much more content and stuff that people are getting out there. I, I don't know why people just don't give it that one 10 seconds of their uh, life. I was describing to obviously our shows only ever going to have such the audience can only ever be so big because it's locally oriented. Yep. People from Melbourne, Sydney and overseas don't care about Albury, Wagga and Wangaratta. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah, that maybe they can, do if yeah. we have a particularly interesting topic, maybe for one episode. Such as comedy. Yeah. 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 And I said to Mel just before you guys got here, uh, one of the managers at work said to me yesterday, I've known him for 12 months, mind you, yep. uh, I finally listened to your podcast for a couple of minutes yesterday. It's really, really good. And he was completely <laughs> surprised. <laughs> so, that, yeah, just getting that, getting over that barrack. Like, I don't know whether people are more resistant than they've ever been to yep. anything because they're just so bombarded with creators and content and whatever, whatever. What made him turn off after two minutes? Oh, he was listening to it at work. So. Oh, okay. That's, okay. Yeah. that's I, an insult. That's, oh, that's, yeah. yeah. If anything, yeah. Well, I do have a podcast that's only about two and a half minutes long. Oh, Maybe right, it was okay. that one. I think it was that one. <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's the review from my mum as well. Mum came to last month's show and I was like, what do you think? And she goes, you were good. <laughs> uh, that, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Don't like get rid of the surprised yeah. mum. Like yeah. that'd be that'd be nice. It's yeah. better than dad because dad goes, "I'm fucking funnier than you." So it's which is genuine. Like he comes to every show and says that. I don't know why I ask him and and expect a different answer. That's my fault, realistically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mum's dropped that pretense. She she takes pride in telling everyone that. I'm the least funny of all the brothers. <laughs> like not even narcissist. It's just it's a it's not a it's just not an insult. It. It's just a fact. Yeah, and, and uh, sits with. I'll us. just have to cop that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. believe it? And he's the one. He's a comedian. The other two are really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. Uh, well, we we're, we're filming some stuff for uh, for a cooking show. Me and Mum, and Mum was just just really ratting me out to because it's for the ABC how shit of a cook I am on this cooking show. Right. And then I know I'm like, oh, well, that's probably your fault, isn't it? Because you're my mum. And then she's like, your brother's a great cook. So <laughs> he's a chef actually, isn't he? And I'm like, yeah, he is. Uh, it is the parental. How funny is he, mum? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that in my brain, because that we're, we're doing a, a little bit more telly now, is that I go, this is great content and just cop it. But in my soul, I'm like, Mum, stop making a fucking idiot out of me on <laughs> national television. I, I, Is it yeah. the parental prerogative to always remind you about your siblings, though? Like oh, you've forgotten that they were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, well, Dad's such a narcissist that I think he just reminds me of him. Like he just goes, I'm the best. Don't, don't ever fuck, forget it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that he's probably said those exact words. Oh, I've, only met, I've met him twice and I've got no doubt. Yeah. Uh, he, he manages, like if he's singing a song, he slips Bo, his name, into it. However, however For he words that rhyme with Bo or any word? No, any word. Doesn't really matter. He sings Bo River constantly, <laughs> but he doesn't know the song. Like, <laughs> he just starts it and then... Then stops. Because like, first Great. thing you know, I'll be back in Bow River again. <laughs> then you, that's it. Do you think that's actually how you became a good comedian? This water off a duck, duck's back thing. You're not the funny one. You're not the funny one, Dane. Like it's just 
that's that's where you, you have your content filter that you develop and just go, this is content. This is I, just how you evolve and get by without I, necking yourself pretty much. Oh, shit. Uh, mum's, mum's really clever. My yeah. mum's really, really smart. And I think... And I blame like that's I think that's how I got it because I can work out where where a good young or a good joke is. That's fun. I think Dad's just such a dickhead, and he does so many stupid things that I'm clever enough because of Mum to figure out where the story is and how to tell that story yeah. properly. Sometimes it just makes me so angry, like so angry, and I'm like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah. But then later on, maybe a week later. I'm telling Eleanor about what my dad's done and then she's like, that's so funny. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it is actually. It's a good, that could be a good bit, but it really makes me... Angry at the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, what about you, Luke? How did, did you, do you think that you being shaded completely has just made you want to drive harder and be better at comedy so uh, that you, to no, get your mum's approval at all? No. <laughs> I thought I would have started earlier than 35 if that was yeah. the case. <laughs> what made you start, actually? Bet myself to do it. I've just done so many stupid things. Yeah. I was doing f- fucking police murder videos. Yeah. Times, so I just add it to the list of shit I've done. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so just like your life is content yeah. type thing. Yeah. Like that's a, I don't know. Are you the younger, youngest or yeah, youngest? Yeah, youngest. Yeah. I think all, like, probably 80, 90%, especially men, are the youngest sibling. Yeah. Who do comedy, yeah. Really? But I never thought of myself as that because I get on great with my brothers and yeah. we used to bash each other for 15 years. But after that, we're, you know, <laughs> good. we get on fine and there's no psychological trauma. Yeah. But so, um, most yeah. of the time there is. They're lunatics, comedians. Yeah. Yeah. They're no good. I have tried not to post anything. Obviously, I'm a complete beginner at doing comedy and I've really only done some shows with you guys and a few yeah. others. And everything that I posted, even if it's not meant to be a joke, my little brother will just, he'll just launch on me about how he's the funniest, the smartest, the strongest, the biggest, the best looking, X, Y, Z. And I'm thinking, what left with anything here? It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> how, how old is he? He's only 16 months younger than me. But we're, oh. Yeah, we're heaps younger than my older siblings. Right. I had no option but to try and be maybe the funny one because <laughs> by the time I was 15, Cam, my little brother, was already bigger than me. That's, but yeah. also, like, people who are funny in real life, you get told all the time, like, oh, mate, John the Crane Driver is far funnier than you. <laughs> Like all the time, there's that. You go, we'll put him on a stage and see how he goes. It's not going to. It's not the same. It's yeah. not, it's I, I got asked on, to give a speech when I left my last job. Yep. And I was an IT manager of a massive business, and it wasn't a sort of job where I was joking around. And then one of the other guys said to me when we were having drinks afterwards, "Your speech wasn't very funny. Aren't you doing stand up?" <laughs> like I didn't really think that was the forum for it. But That's no. You go back on there. You hit him with an invoice. And yeah. You do. You do it yeah. half an hour. Yeah. It is prime. Like when, when people are not expecting a laugh, like a musician in between songs, everyone will just piss themselves laughing if they say something mildly amusing. Yeah. They go, they're funnier than you. Look at the laugh they got. I don't think so. It's not, you know, it's, it, put a joke in a eulogy, see how you go. You're cane. <laughs> people love it. Like, Have you done that? No, I don't do eulogies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you I've theoretically would do it if that was. Oh, yeah. If I had to. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, I I agree because I was on stage with a uh, only a couple of months ago with a, a dancer, and a textiles, a, a lady that did textiles, and then me, uh, and they were, it was well, it was <laughs> we're Aboriginal people in the arts, okay, and so they wanted to find out where we began and 
uh, getting getting into our careers. And this guy who's the dancer is just saying remotely funny stuff and destroying. Yeah. And then Eleanor's on the side of the stage just going, he's smashing like he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're meant to be a comedian. Like, Did you dance? <laughs> you like, you I'll take that, mate. So, well, on that token, maybe you shouldn't be putting on these comedy nights and just align yourselves in obscure places and just <laughs> pop up and people go, oh, he's actually funny, and then promote yourself like that. Oh, so I'd love to, like, turn up somewhere and just go, this is my first night, please take it easy on me, and then just do my biggest gags that I yeah. that I know would destroy. Like, I'd love that. Why oh. don't you? I, or do you think because word would get deal. back to the community and do you be think you're a too great big shame? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's the problem is that I'd blab, yeah, and I'd get I'd get done yeah, in weak coward by myself. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, so we don't want to keep you guys forever because you got a lot on today with the show coming up. So I just wanted to just getting back to what I was asking about before, and maybe Luke might have some perspective, maybe on just the creative cultures in the regional areas just from travelling through and doing a lot of regional stuff lately, mate. What are the plans to maybe bring Albury, Wagga, etc.? not just comedy, but maybe the two cities from a, you know, you had the Wagga Comedy Festival. What's it going to take for us to get stuff like that back up and happening, maybe even just outside of COVID? Do we need more, you know, people travelling from city to city to support this stuff? It's not that far, is it? It's like an hour and a half. Like, we no. just drove it. Um, Which, yeah, just for I mean, Luke's perspective, I mean, there's yeah. probably places in Sydney that you would go to. Yeah. You know, between two places that take longer than that. Oh, for sure. I think, like, I think it's the right track is having, like, a beer deluxe or a venue who loves it and who's willing to persevere and through a shit month and another shit month and then a good one, what have you. Once, the, once everyone knows that's the place to go, it's been the place for three, four years, we're going there, it'll just, it builds. You know, it's like anything. You've got to put in the work and people come back. Money yeah. follows later. Cause I guess why I asked that is when I was involved with Sodans back in the day, for, there used to be a group of people that would come from Wagga yep. for a lot of the Triple J level bands. That we all know you were at that right age. Triple J used to be a cultural, really yep. imp- impacted regional touring. Yep. If you're on the radio, you got a crowd. But there was a dedicated group of people that you would see for certain types of bands that would always come from out of town. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's and along the, uh, along with comedy, we do workshops with the River and a Comedy Club. So we need to build those skills of regional people as well because we don't have. Well, I don't know about Aubrey now, but we don't have open mics in Wagga. So our only exposure to doing a joke that you've written for the first time is at this workshop where, where you go, I've got this idea, and then we talk about it. And it's it creates a real safety net for when you do do it on stage. It's it's almost polished, like it's almost there. But what it does too is that the audience has paid good money to be in that seat. They're not at an open mic. They're at a a show where you need to be good sort of thing. So we, we we also do these workshops and that takes time for us to come to Aubrey and, and run those types of workshops as well. But we just need to – the show as a whole is a good product for, for people to yeah. spend their hard-earned but dollars on. That's you guys investing in the people yeah. that are like myself. Yeah. That it's – you know whether you pick someone as having a lot of natural ability or they're just going to be someone that has to work really hard at it. Yep. You guys are providing a platform for people to yeah. have an opportunity, get some feedback from yourself or some of the more experienced people in the group that have done more shows. Yeah. 
But that is, I don't know whether people really have thought about that, even if they're involved with it. You guys are driving generally or have yep. been an hour and a half just to be here to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it works both ways. Like, because yeah. that, that's uh, for you to, if you went out and bombed at, a, at an Aubrey show, that's bad business for me as well because people will go, oh, I didn't, I didn't have this pleasurable experience that I've paid money for. So we need to have the comedians having a really great sets uh, rehearsed at the top of the game. And, yeah, if we come over and do it. How many people do you think you've, I guess, taken up a level in Wagga? I know when you started out you thought we need to build the number of people because obviously part of what draws people to a show, you can have really strong headliners, but a lot of what creates the initial buzz in a regional area is whoever the local people are. Yeah, absolutely. And they're the ones that might go promote it and share it and whatever. Yeah. Which you guys started out, and now you've got a whole bunch of people up in Wagga that you're confident in. Yeah, and not only that, they've moved on to Melbourne. Some have moved up to Queensland uh, and have gone on to do, you know, competitions and raw finals and stuff like that, which is really cool. It's uh, I couldn't even place a number on it. Maybe 40 Something like that have come through our, our workshops and, and, yeah. But, again, yeah, we don't have those open mics, so people can't learn from themselves. So we, but that's, that's cool to have this little community. I think the community that we've got now is roughly about 40 as well, or about 50, whatever it is, if you count the two towns. But also part of that community is the audience who are educated by MCs and by the community that, you know, we're supporting these young people to come yes. through, take it easy, be, be friendly with them, be, you know, be encouraging in your laughter, what have you, because it's, you know... It's not that many gigs. Yep. One gig well, to do. They're not going to you know, workshop all you like, but you still got to get in front of the You're so the right. Because I've, I've been to they venues. They need to be nice. And the, the, the comedian's gotten up and has just done some pretty, like, shitty jokes and the, and the crowd's, like, responding to it. And I'm like, oh, this crowd hasn't really been taught how to be, like, a good audience. Yeah. Um, and even ripping gags, you know, and, and, like, learning those little bit of fundamentals. Mm. Um, I mean, there's certainly a... I mean, I'm not the most confident person on stage yet, so I think I've gone on twice after you, Dane, once yep. you did your full set and then last time you emceed. I personally don't think I probably have the skills to be the first person up on a lineup and to win over a crowd because yep. I haven't done it enough. But you kind of gave me a nice platform at that gig yep. just to pay, make sure you're paying attention even though it's early on. And I think I benefited from that. I, I th- That's the, the job of the MC is to take those bullets get the crowd ready and then get the comics out and make sure that they're having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. But how many MCs are getting around where they're co-booking the show and co-promoting the show <laughs> and co-setting up the lights and setting up the curtain? Like, how, like that's, I guess, how I wanted to finish up unless Mel had anything else is, how do you, because I never be, used to be able to when I would play gigs in the band and I would organise the same gig, yep. I could not switch out of business mode into entertainer it would take me half a set sometimes to do that change. Yep. Is it just from experience or is it just a relief to get to do the entertaining part of it? I I recommend getting yourself an Eleanor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, How much is an Eleanor? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, too much. She's a diamond ring now, isn't she? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, she also caught me trying to claim that on tax since I proposed on stage. I felt like, <laughs> oh, nice. Good, good move, man. Right? Uh, it premeditated? I don't know why that, well, yeah. It was, it, the tax thing on me. It started off as a bit, but now I'm engaged. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Elle does so much. So, and, and like, I'm on the road a lot 
uh, or used to be. So it's cool to have somebody who is in the game as much as I am. Um, and, yeah, and I can throw off a little bit so I can go, oh, you do the show now because I'm, I'm getting ready to MC and all that type of stuff. Because I agree 100%. It is difficult to jump in and out, to take put wristbands on people's wrists at the door and then walk on stage and start emceeing. Also, yeah. I think it looks tacky. Yeah, it can do if, you, if you're doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done it. Mel's mentioned before that uh, she's involved with emceeing some live events around here, some music events, and I think once you've been involved in helping something operate well, when you see the slightest little thing going wrong or not to plan, even if you're not meant to be doing that side, if you're only meant to be the entertainment part of it, yeah. it's really hard not to notice it and not to feel like, uh, I should be fixing this or doing whatever. Yeah, I, I love the really angry looks that Eleanor gives when we go to other shows <laughs> and something's not working, like somebody's not putting wristbands on properly or they should have <laughs> duct taped that cord down and she'll just stare at them like... Angrily, did they get? Did they understand what the stairs for, or was it just a weird moment? She doesn't even know that she's doing it. Okay, she's just (laughs) upset by this tiny little thing. I love it. I take photos of it. I think it's great. Like it's, it's, it's a, and I'm like, oh, didn't like that bloke in the cowboy hat, did you? And just in the drive home, and she'll go, oh, did you see that? (laughs) Yeah, the world's seen it, mate. (laughs) (laughs) You stared angrily at him for over an hour, like. So talking of over an hour, we've actually almost gone an hour, so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Dane. Thanks, Luke, for being here. And thanks no for being the, the secret super guest. One thanks, more Mel. thing. Yes, far away. Tell us your socials, please, so that we can shamelessly promote you oh, okay. via our airwaves. My um, Instagram is at Heggy Luke, and I've got a podcast called Mid-Flight Brawl. Which I'd recommend. Yeah. Uh, and where can we can go to complain about you? That's what oh, I'm interested in. LukeHaggy.com. Yeah, cool. Click on the complaints I'm tab. I'm all about that. Yep. If you just are, if we want to donate more than a dollar, can we can we pay you five dollars for a complaint? Oh, you can buy my merch if you want. Yeah. Just so. and then complain about the merch. Absolutely. You can do all of that. All one-stop shop. Excellent. If you you go to au and you hit the complaints button, it automatically sends an email to paulinhanson.com. So just tell it all your woes that you've got to do with me and someone will agree with you. Excellent. That's amazing. One more little bit of it. I'm just asking, what are your advice for... Um, kids at home who might want to grow up and be a comedian rather than just wanting to add it to the resume like Luke when they get a bit older. <laughs> Can we catch them young? How are we, we going to catch them? Uh, jump on to the uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival, run a, run a program called Class Clowns. Yeah, right. Uh, I recommend getting involved in that. That's, that's really cool. It goes... I think they were doing some shows out this way, uh, particularly Aubrey. They were, they were going to Wodonga, I think, um, and they were running some heats and stuff. And then the the finals are at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, so, which is pretty cool. Uh, and that and that goes for anyone. So if, if you want to get into the raw competition, that's for any amateur comedians that are coming through and Deadly Funny as well. Um, give them a little bit of a plug because I run those workshops. Oh, oh here we so go. Much I wonder going why you're on. so earnest. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, here he is. There's some stuff we didn't even know about. Yeah. So. 
there's so much going on and this this happens within music and everything that unless you sort of start to sort of delve your way in and then it's like wow and we need other people to know about it so let's just keep like yeah. digging and pushing this yeah i reckon young kids should just stay away from it and yeah. um you know grow up a bit and watch a heap for 20 odd years and then start i'm sick of confident young yeah. People getting into comedy makes me want to vomit. <laughs> it's just, I don't like it's no good. Either. You're not yeah. supposed to like yourself. Nah. Just nah. let life beat you down, and then start comedy later. That's what I. That, yep, I'm all about that. <laughs> or you know, go to Dane's yeah, classes. Dane, Dane and, obviously. You know, good on your kids. Yeah. Get oh, more yeah. hugs from your parents. All yeah. the rest yeah, of it. Melbourne International <laughs> thing. What he talked about. Do you get a participation medal for like being? A a comedy class is. That's what yeah. comedy is now. It's just participation award. <laughs> Absolutely. There are no barriers to entry at all. Anyone can do it. Cool. And right. they do. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank you everybody. Thanks thank for joining you. us on Punching Sideways. It's been a real pleasure and. Yeah. Yeah, great to meet you, Luke, and thanks, Dane. Thanks, Eleanor, and for chiming Eleanor. in yeah. in the background. Thank you so much. Righto, so thanks, we would have been able to buy these guys a coffee today if people supported us. So you can go to buyonyourcoffee.com and click on our show and buy us a coffee so then we can shout people to come with your coffees. <laughs> Righto, thanks, guys. See thanks. you later. Bye-bye. Well, I already know how that went, and I'm still surprised that it was that funny. It got... I think when everyone got on the same page during that one, it got better and better. It was like a pop-up book that you just didn't know where it was, what was going to pop up in front of you, really. That was the sort of experience into, and I'll 100% honest, did, was not prepared. Like, I just wasn't prepared for what sat down in front of me and trying to, to manage and juggle people that all think that they're funny or say that they're well, funny or at least like in, a... Well, Sands myself, all people that are funny. <laughs> professionally funny. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it's a an intimidating space a little bit to be sort of jumping around and... Correct. There's directing. probably also a lot of pressure when your whole, like two of the people get paid to make people laugh. Yeah. There's a bit of an extra expectation that you're just going to be on all the time. Yeah, and, and people think that we're funny and now... Like I feel less, less I adequate. It, yeah, it, it certainly it certainly reminds you of yeah. You're not that sharp. <laughs> not that sharp. I will say this. Um, I might have potentially shared a little bit too much. So after this has gone to air, if theoretically some sort of thing or the police start investigating Mars or <laughs> the rendering plant or anything like that. And I disappear off the airwaves. Yeah. Then I probably, you know, I, I get excited when people go down rabbit warrens like Luke with his story. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've got stories. I could oh. tell that that triggered a bunch of memories that just all came flooding yep. back at the one time. My brain tweak, my hyperlink <laughs> brain tweaks. <laughs> yeah. They just go pew, 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 pew. And, and that was, yeah, I, I did like him sharing his um his past history and it leads us into the what was that that was a phone how unprofessional that was very unprofessional <laughs> and also so unexpected for people to be messaging <laughs> oh wow i got a lot of messages thank you um that whole story leads us into 
the fact that that we've now gone down the hashtag bag a body route yes. in punchy sideways, which isn't linked, but I'm going to link it now. And have you had any more instances, Josh, where there's um, a bit of hashtag bag a body that's, yeah. <laughs> that's distracting you of late? So for people that aren't familiar Context. with... Yeah, for bag the body, we talked about that you can be... Well, you can obviously find everything about someone attractive, mm-hmm. but I'm a hair and face person and other people are, a, you know, for lack of a better term, butts and boobs person or a body person or whatever. Yeah. So the or tra- personality. Yeah. I like personality. Well, yeah, but in the context of bagging, you can't really yeah. bag a personality. But, oh, maybe. I mean, I, I guess know. you can. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I've we were talking about how I would choose if I had to choose to bag the body and mm-hmm. take the head. Yeah. And literally within the last week I've had multiple instances of being caught off guard by you would call I call them beautiful people and you accuse me of being a sucker for that. You are. You you get sucked into the honey trap, Josh. I do. And I had two real high level body baggers within 30 seconds the other day and I almost couldn't accept couldn't handle it it's summer I don't like summer my brain's almost shut down anyway yeah and then these two stunners just like this walk in and I couldn't think straight you couldn't think straight no how long did it take for you to reboot the first one she was basically had come and gone yeah through the whole conversation and left before I really even realized <laughs> what was going on <laughs> yeah so that was a poor performance Right. Well, this also leads me to something else that you've mentioned about what is it, I want to know what it is about beautiful women that put in so much effort when they're going to the gym, they put their hair and their makeup and everything done, but they still have a, um, let's just say, a different aroma about them post-gym that does not excuse... Like you can't bag that, can you? That's bag the whole person. So what, what, tell me about this story. Yeah, so probably maybe two weeks ago now, I mentioned to Mel that there was a, a body bagger had come in and she was very pretty and she was actually very friendly. Yeah. And oh, I just kind of, the way she was dressed was like chic gym. Yeah. Like it could have been gym, but she was looked, her hair looked like it had just been sweaty. Yeah. So you could tell it was actual gym sweat. Yeah. And it wasn't like there a, was this, a face mist that no. she sprayed on herself. <laughs> no, she wasn't face misting. No. And she walked through the door, like <laughs> hair flies up like it's mad. <laughs> no, she, she had a bit of a scent. Yeah, right. And not the kind of scent that you expect someone that attractive that beautiful. to be putting off. Let's, let's just put it that way. Yeah, right. Which leads me into the... Not lo- that I expect people that aren't baggable to smell worse. It's just... Well, you'd think if they're in a bag, then they're probably getting all sweaty and smelly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you you're right. I don't know. But it leads me to th- talk about um, like our level of scruff thing a little bit. Yeah. Because one thing that I will say, because you were discussing this with me, and I sort of said, I feel like I look scruffy all the time, but I'm clean. So I get away with it, potentially. Yes. I don't know whether that's fact or not, whether that's in my head, but... I'd rather um, not have the the aroma of a body bag on me. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> then, um, yeah. Then to look immaculate everywhere because we're like, unless it's someone like you that has a complete brain malfunction, if you're getting close enough to the person that you could bag the body, 
you don't want to have to sort of push past yeah well like a barrier another barrier she had no level of scruff she tried to look as yes scruffless as possible (laughs) yeah right and it's not really a a scruff type having a having bo it's just not on yeah and do you think she just wasn't aware of it i think so she just looked that good that you know it just removed yes. any other sense of herself. This is probably a bit of a broad statement and isn't true in all cases. But have you ever noticed that sometimes really attractive people have opinions about the world that are not based on fact, but they believe that they are? And mm-hmm. gen- generally it's because no one's ever told them that it's not right. <laughs> true. And who would be, I mean, if you can get close enough to someone of that aesthetic are you really going to start? You you would probably go, oh, if they look that good, I can always like put them in a sheep dip or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that. That's what I always think. <laughs> You're dippable. Get over here. Take your shoes off. <laughs> I mean, seems like an easier fix. Yeah. Oh, it's it's that certainly protect. something I've thought in the past where I was like, ah, uh, that thing is treatable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit of a scrub here. Yeah. 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 So, if yeah. So, I feel like maybe that's why they get away with it. I don't know. <laughs> again, again, his glasses are fogging up and we don't have footage of this right now. <laughs> they're not full fog. but They're not full fog. I'm more crying today. I'm all actual, crying. Actual tears. Actual tears. Yeah, well, because you've just realised that you let an opportunity go because you could have dipped her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You were caught out. You were caught out on the on the the aroma <laughs> the, of the perfect aesthetic, and yeah. um, you forgot one little fact that there's there's easy ways to fix that, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll remember to dip in the future. One thing I do like to dip is biscuits you, in coffee. Do you double dip? Do I double dip a biscuit? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a dipper. Are you saying that with the double dip, is there always the risk that you're going to drop half the biscuit into the the coffee because it kind of dissolves or? There is there is a risk with double dipping. Yeah. Yes, there's always a risk. There's no risk in double dipping and giving us coffee, though, is there? No, no. You can double dip. You can triple dip. You can triple dip. You can, like, if you haven't poked your hand down in that pocket a couple times and slotted oh, some money into it. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> Josh, I'm a very above board yes. person. Um, if you haven't dipped your hand once, maybe twice, into your pocket and um, giving us a coffee, feel free to try it today. It's nice down there. It's a warm space. And there's some, you might find some money and put it on and buy me a coffee. Uh, and we could use some of that. Yeah. Just, some, just some money. <laughs> just some money. <laughs> I, I like money. I just don't have any of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a famous Mel quote. Yep. That we've, got, we've got written on our board. It's, I like money. I just don't have any of it. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Pretty much. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, righto. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Get on to the Beer Deluxe is running, well, Riverina Comedy Comedy Festival will be running this show that Comedy Club is putting this on, which is sort of orchestrated through Dane Simpson and Eleanor Pollock. And this is going to be at Beer Deluxe this week. Get on to their thing and Buy a ticket after you've bought a coffee for us, obviously. And um, Mr. Joshua Liston 
is going to be one of the the lineups there. And you can judge. You can judge. Does he need a double dip or not? <laughs> I probably need a quadruple dip. <laughs> Just for people that are around here, Jade Fitzgerald is another Albury Wodonga based person mm-hmm. that you might be familiar with. And she is on this lineup, as well as Dane is emceeing. So if you're familiar with Dane from watching his Melbourne International Comedy Festival stuff, he is emceeing. He's very funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to go dip myself. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. No leaders. Oh, leaders. <laughs> <laughs>